0: Hello there. Y'alls? Knock, knock. Who's there? Amish. Amish? Who?
1: Amish, you. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had an episode in a long time, so this is exciting. It feels like a long time. It's only been three weeks, but.
0: <laughs> yeah, summer hours. It exactly. feels like it's been ages. I
1: know. I kind of love it, though. It's, like, really nice, but we're going to keep this keep this train going, you know?
0: Hell oh, Yeah. Yeah. Summer hours. Enjoy shit. Hashtag Vax Life.
1: Yeah, Vax Life. Living our real lives again, which is super fun. Speaking of which, I've been thinking about this because I'm just like, I've been back in the office for like the last two weeks, like pretty much full time, which is really annoying. Um, I would have loved to have like kind of slowly transitioned back to working yeah. in an office, but not m- not my choice. But I wanted to ask you, what's like one thing that you've done recently that you like you haven't done since like before the pandemic and you're like realizing now like oh shit I miss doing that
0: um a big step for me last night is I went in the Walmart without a mask
1: Mm. see I haven't I've gone to plenty of stores without masks on. I have the grocery store. I mostly keep it on. It's like fifty-fifty right now at my grocery store as to who wears it and who doesn't. But I have been like, we don't have to wear my wear them in the like the lobby of our office building anymore. So I don't wear them inside in my building anymore. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm tired of my face breaking out, and I've had COVID. I've been vaxxed, and you know, living life. Yeah. <laughs> Going to Walmart showing my mouth
1: yeah like showing your mouth to people at walmart that's like that's the thing that you missed
0: i'm gonna have to start putting on lipstick every day just to like emphasize i have a mouth yeah i can put makeup on this mouth and you can see it
1: everybody'll be like look at that girl's mouth look at her she's got that strong mouth game
0: yeah that mouth is so hot it is you ever seen a mouth so good looking i haven't seen a mouth in forever yeah so what have you missed or something you haven't done since pre-pandemic?
1: I've gone out with friends and stuff and eaten out at restaurants since, like, being vaccinated and stuff. But, like, so that's kind of the first thing It's just, like, going to restaurants and eating out at all has been really nice. But I think the thing that I miss most, because I used to be so into, like, tapas. There's so many, like, great tapas restaurants in Chicago. And you mm-hmm. can't, like, even during the pandemic when, like, Rose and I would go out to eat with each other, but that was it. And we would only sit outside. It's like, you can't do tapas because you need like oh. a group to like, because you share food and everyone's like passing shit around and it's like family meal and it's just, and you know, you get pictures of sangria, but it's like, you can't have any shared food during the pandemic. And so I miss tapas and I had tapas the other day when we were in, other day, this was, like two weeks ago when we were in Oregon. Um, and it was like with a total of six people and we like shut the restaurant down and I haven't like... I I was in so much pain after we left because I was, had, like, just laughed so hard. And I hadn't laughed that hard in so long, just, like, sitting around having drinks and eating, like, Spanish food <laughs> with friends. It was ridiculous. So, yeah, I missed tapas. Aww. That was –
0: that's one thing I missed. That's awesome. So I can't – I'm trying to keep in a laugh right now because the way I have the window minimized on Skype, you know, the button for the mute and the camera. Yeah. Do you see those? Um, They're right over your boobs, and it looks like your tits are being blurred out.
1: (laughs) Wait a minute. Should I, like, the um, I like, I did you do that on purpose because I'm not wearing a bra? Is it that obvious? Is it bothering you?
0: Okay. No, I, it's just where it is, and it's really distracting. I'm like, (laughs)
1: I'm just like, I, I have no bra on, and I have, this shirt is on backwards, so there's just like, I'm just a whole work of art right now, is really what's happening.
0: <laughs> and you have Skype button filter pasties on, mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. You know it doesn't have Skype filter button pasties on?
1: Well, don't speak too soon, not yet. It could.
0: Uh, Force toast, a Star Wars happy hour. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no it doesn't. So today is Saturday, June 19th. You're listening to episode 62. My name's Laura
0: and I'm Alice. Welcome. Hey.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome.
0: Uh 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 yeah. Okay. Happy hour. What are we drinking? Laura.
1: So I've got a bottle of Skywalker Chardonnay, it's their 2018 vintage from Rowan County and I uh found a 2017 bottle not too long ago, and I was like, shit, I gotta drink this or it's gonna get weird. And so now I'm I'm on the 2018 now, so that's exciting. Rose and I opened it the other night because I just felt like drinking fancy wine, and this is the last bottle, and then I'm switching to rosé probably at our drink break. Nice.
0: I'm down with that. What are you drinking? I have a rosé, and um, I worked really hard for it. Okay. So I started keto a week and a half ago or two weeks ago or something, and... You're supposed to like way cut down on sugar, which is pretty awesome. So it's hard to find keto-friendly wine, and there's a company that does it, so I had to have it mailed to me. And UPS had to check my ID, obviously, and they were delivering it today, and I was so excited all day long, and I was tracking the truck and everything. And then I got a text message that said, sorry, we missed you. And I thought, no, you didn't miss me because I've been in my house. They just went to the garage and no one was there. So they didn't bother ringing the doorbell. And um, yeah. Anyway, so I called UPS and they're like, oh, well, we'll have to try again. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh. So then I walked outside and I looked for the truck and I walked right up to it and said, hey, can I have my stuff?
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're like, hi, Um, I have some really important, mm, let's go with medication. Can I have it, please?
0: It only weighs seven pounds.
1: It's seven pounds of medication. It's very important. I might die without it.
0: Yes. So I have my, my Bev Rosé cool That i walked outside for
1: in the sweltering chicago humidity it's uh, it's truly disgusting
0: humidity doesn't bother me it's just being hot i hate being hot the dogs hate being hot no one wants to be hot
1: yeah it's not, not fun. that kind of hot yeah 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 no it was really disgusting down in the loop this week although there was one day i remember looking at my phone and said it was like 90 degrees outside and i was like fuck all right i'm gonna go somewhere close and get lunch And I picked it up, and then I got outside, and I was like, oh, it actually feels, like, really nice out. And I forget that sometimes in the loop it's, like, cooler because it's, like, close to the Mm. lake and shit. Um, And so I ended up, like, sitting outside, and I had my laptop, and I, like, sat and ate my lunch and, like, studied Star Wars, and it was just so nice. Oh. Oh, fresco. It was great.
0: All right. Housekeeping. Do we have anything?
1: So I've missed a couple of recent geek buddies excuse me the geek buddies episodes and reviews on the bad batch um when i was on vacation and then they decided to change the schedule up but they did it last minute so it's been a whole thing anyway um Mm -hmm. i am still doing reviews of the bad batch with the geek buddies i just am not doing i just have missed a couple of them recently so Mm -hmm. find me back with them soon it'll be fun all right yeah i think that's all i got though Oh, I should mention that I think I I had announced, it, like, maybe in one or two episodes that the Schmodown's Collision event was going to be happening on uh, July 10th. That is not correct. Um, I believe it's July 31st now. I think, like, I just got wrong information, or maybe they announced it and changed. I don't know, but...
0: They must have changed it, because it used to be the 10th. Yeah,
1: because I'm pretty sure, like, tickets were on sale and everything, so it's, it's on uh saturday because yeah it's still a saturday it's saturday july 31st now so look out for tickets for that soon if they are not already available on their website
0: all right yeah cool yep much luck to you thank you i will need it uh 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 yeah uh next up caravan of Correction. nothing i
1: couldn't find anything i mean there may have been something but who the hell knows
0: okay yeah it's been three weeks whatever yeah all right cool these segments are going by pretty quickly we have yet to talk about star wars
1: oh my god you know what though one thing on on caravan of corrections i thought about texting you this week and just being like wait a minute what if we like because i didn't think there was going to be any news and then i got online and i was like oh shit there's kind of a lot of news we have to catch up on but i was like oh maybe she and i just get online and watch battle of endor like Mm. together virtually and we then we can like talk about that um, but we still have to do that at some point. We should totally do that. We do, yeah. I have my notes
0: from a few years ago.
1: Oh, from
0: like what year? Twenty? From three years ago. You got to see I what them and bought that DVD.
1: What past Dallas had to say about it.
0: Yeah, I should just read them. Has a monologue. <laughs> It'll be a bonus episode.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that or we do I'll a commentary. Do We've never done a commentary on our show before. We did one with Alden. That's True. Yeah, could be fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's think on that. That could be fun.
1: I know. Cool. We'll, we'll get to it. Good idea. One of these days.
0: Neat. All right. On to the news.
1: There is a decent amount of news. So most of the stuff that I found is um, stuff that, like, might be a little bit old, but somehow, like, some of it we just missed somehow. And it was, like, so much stuff about the Cassian Andor show. So I'm kind of excited about this. I just recently watched Rogue One again. Can confirm. Still holds up. Um, mm-hmm. But there were several, like, recent reveals in the news, including, like, casting things. And they're all sort of still, like, alleged. Like, none of them are, like, nothing's been confirmed by Lucasfilm and like, who knows how long for the casting show. But there are, like, stuff that, there's, like, video evidence. Like, people took video of from of the set and they're like, okay, well, you can pretty much confirm that this person's back because we just saw them stroll by um so that's something but the I think the newest one that I hadn't seen is uh from the direct is the name of the website they're reporting that Ben Mendelsohn is returning to Star Wars as Orson Krennic in the Andor series which is great and all it says is like their sources so they didn't get into specifics of how they know this like they, I don't think anybody actually saw Ben Mendelsohn on set, mm-hmm. but this is probably like a pretty obvious one. I mean, like y- you wouldn't have been surprised to hear this, right? Like
0: it kind of depends. I'm wondering if is Mads Mickelson. I can't remember if I read this or just made it up. Is he rumored to be involved
1: in or no? in Andor? Yeah. Mm, not that I know. Of. I'm
0: wondering if there will be flashbacks to stuff that happened in like Catalyst.
1: Oh, that's really interesting. I like that theory. I came up with a theory too, but I wasn't going to the past. I was going to the future. So I'm that's sort of intriguing. I mean, like Galen is supposed to like be a younger man in the time of Catalyst, and Mads Mikkelsen was already probably too old to be playing. Jin's dad, like young Jin's dad at the beginning of Rogue One. So
0: <laughs> Yeah, but male actors get to get away with anything and it can go either way. Like in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, I think Sean Connery was only 12 years older than Harrison Ford.
1: See, that makes sense. Um and doesn't surprise me at all given that Diego Luna is like over 40 and he's playing like 20-year-old Cassian Andor in this show. So Yeah.
0: Men get away with everything. They really can. Age does not make a difference. Apparently not. For them. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. But I'm excited for this Ben new news mostly because I love Ben Mendelsohn's like lisp. He just has like this most delightful lisp when he speaks and I really enjoy it. Um I, I think you got to appreciate it even more in Captain Marvel because he had what I'm assuming was like prosthetic makeup and shit on his face. And it mm-hmm. just I feel like it kind of emphasized it more. This is the universal sign language for emphasized. It's just it's like this. It's
0: stu- I like that. Stupid. It's nice. Yeah, it's like pass the basketball forward. Yeah. with your hand as open wide as you can. Yeah,
1: like if you had a like a, a really big hand to get hold of basketball in your hand.
0: This is a fun game. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: This is stupid. Um, but yeah. So the theory that I came up with when I actually heard this news was that we might wouldn't this be an interesting opportunity to bring in a live action Thrawn because Thrawn and Krennic meet in the book Thrawn Treason, which takes place like a year or so before Rogue One-ish. But like, so they meet in that book and it's like around the same time as like season four of Rebels and they're like fighting over funding. Like Krennic wants it for the Death Star and Thrawn wants it for the TIE Defenders and like If Ben Mendelsohn becomes a series regular on this show and we can make it that far in the timeline where he can last, you know, three or four seasons or whatever, it might be, like, a cool way to see, like, a live-action Thrawn and bring that in to the fray, especially if, like, we're a ways away from Ahsoka. Like, it kind of sounds like it's going to be next year this time that Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau are going to get to start on Ahsoka, Mm -hmm. which means we're, like, over, like, we must be at least three, four years away from finally getting to see that show you know Hmm.
0: all right cool i think that's an interesting idea yeah possible
1: i want to see it but i'm also down to see like young galen and and in Lyra too especially since in catalyst we have i mean krennic's in that too you know so if we flash back at all that would be cool to see yeah
0: they're buddies Mm -hmm. all right next in and or what
1: Andor, and what uh the, a while back this was like eh, about a week or so ago somebody on star wars leaks on that subreddit revealed that saw Gerrera is going to appear in andor um and they so i can't verify this because i didn't actually listen to the interview but i guess stellan skarsgård did an interview on a swedish radio station in swedish which is why i cannot confirm or deny that this is actually what they talked about and nobody somebody whoever posted it said they were going to translate it and then i don't think they did um, but allegedly, he revealed, uh, Stellan Skarsgård revealed that he gets some juicy scenes with Forrest Whitaker in the Andor show. Like, he gets to actually, like, act with Saw Gerrera, um, which mm. I thought was really kind of cool. Because we don't know anything about Stellan Skarsbar- Skarsgård's character in this show yet. So it just would be, uh, that would be interesting to see. I'm excited that they're going to bring back Forrest Whitaker and bring ba- and have more Saw content.
0: Yeah. I love me a Skarsgård. Yeah. Like, Alex Skarsgard, even like
1: the fucked up old ones, Dylan Skarsgard.
0: Why not? Uh, Bill Skarsgard.
1: Mm -hmm. He's the clown, yeah. He's it.
0: Yeah, he's the clown. And then there was that show, Hemlock Grove.
1: Oh, okay. He was
0: in that. But the older brother, Skarsgard, he is a Viking motherfucker. He's so good looking.
1: And then which one was in True Blood? Big Little Lies alex alex yeah yeah he's fucking hot the
0: viking good-looking motherfucker
1: you yep. yeah so that'll be fun but if we're gonna have oh no i guess uh Jen's not with with saw anymore that late in the timeline but i was like oh that would be interesting to see like a young jen or see if like what's her face actress shows up in the but she won't felicity jones she won't be in it because that's too far anyway Um, So the other one that recently came out, this was like beginning of June, I guess, Duncan Powell. He's the actor that played Melshi in Rogue One. He was actually spotted filming scenes with Diego Luna somewhere in England uh, on a coast because it was like a super stormy sea. And there's a YouTuber named Mia Patmore that actually posted video of the two of them filming on a rock or something with like a bunch of crew huddled up and like, <laughs> it looks like they're all standing so close to each other. And it looks very cold, but like Melshi and Cassian are just like talking and having a conversation in it. And then I think like Cassian hands something out. He like takes something out of his bag and hands it to Melshi. So this was a, uh, an interesting find too. That character wasn't much of anything in Rogue One, but he did enough to the point where I'm just like, Oh yeah. Like, he might have an interesting backstory. I, I, I'm I, not opposed to this. I guess this like might end up being sort of a common thing if we're going to get a lot of like leaks and photos and shit from the set of Andor because I guess they're using a lot of practical sets. They're filming on real locations. They're not using the volume as much as like The Mandalorian is. So mm-hmm. we're probably going to be seeing a lot more of this in the coming months um, as they wrap up principal photography. So that's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I think there was an article a while back of, like, neighbors complaining about the noise. Yeah, I remember hearing about sets. that, too.
1: <laughs> it's like, what are you guys Whoops. doing? We never know what they're doing out there.
0: <laughs> what does that pew-pew-pew sound? Weird.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can only, like, I only have one guess. Is it Star Trek? I don't know. Um, Aliens? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, It's totally. a- It's Avatar. Um, This is one thing that we missed in May. Apparently, Bespin Bulletin, who, you know... Say what you want about the direct. They're a website that I've used a couple times, but they not they they don't always get it right. Best Ben Bulletin is almost always on their shit. They normally find out these things, you know, that are they normally announce things that are that end up happening and that are true and confirming rumors. But they announced recently that Alistair Petrie, who played at uh, General Draven, and Jimmy Smits, who is obviously our beloved Bale Organa, are in talks to appear in Andor as well. So, Woo. not a surprise to hear that either one of them are going to come back, but love that we're here mm-hmm. for Jimmy Smiths. Love it.
0: I love this for us too. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be wild. Now, Jimmy Smiths again. All of the talk about actors who are too old to be playing their younger versions of themselves. Like, I feel like Jimmy Smiths is definitely up there too. But
0: men can get away with it, and yeah. they can always do the digital de aging.
1: They could. Speaking of which, I read something else that apparently Tarkin's supposed to be in the show. This, I guess that came out a long time ago. That may have been Kessel Run Radio Hmm. that that said that a while back. But that was like super old news that I somehow missed. They're saying that no word on who's going to play him or how they're going to do it. But that does also make sense that Tarkin would pop up in the show.
0: Yeah. And also to me... I'm not good with telling ages and in my brain Jemmy Smiths has looked the same age for over a decade.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So he had a he little age. he had a little bit of like the graying hair in Rogue One which it's like weird you didn't have that in uh Oh no, Revenge of the Sith he would have been way younger so never mind. But yeah, he he does have a... he is getting up there a little bit, but that's kind of But they
0: can just dye it. You if they, they want. could,
1: but they chose not to. I mean, he was I guess he's maybe supposed to look a little older, but I don't know.
0: I think he had a little bit of gray in um, the prequels. Did he? I bet. Hmm. I think so. And our last bit of Andor, what? Uh...
1: (laughs) (laughs) What? Andor what? Uh, Back in January, I guess Alan Tudyk revealed that he's not going to actually be in the first season of Andor, which is weird because I feel like we learned... Like, when they announced it, they announced it with Alan Tudyk and Diego Luna, like, at that one D23 event. Like, he was there, too. I'm like, wait, you're you're not going to be in the first... Okay, I guess that's... If it makes sense for the story, whatever, man, that's fine. But I just thought that that was so strange. I'm like, I thought that was going to be, like, a key thing that was happening in this show, was that relationship
0: Yeah, I feel like he would kind of steal the show, though, and if they want to do more, like, role and character building, it's probably better. But maybe if there's going to be a second season of it, maybe, like, at the very end, Cassian will run into K2. Yeah. Like, before he's reprogrammed or something.
1: I think that's a really good point. That's a really good point. That makes a lot of sense that they would want to, like, maybe build up some of the other side characters before they bring in a big scene stealer like K2. That's a... Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, apparently that news came back came out, like, back in January, and we totally missed that. He, like, told Collider that he wasn't going to be in the first season, and I'm just like, wait, <laughs> what? So, <laughs> yeah, Andor is going to debut on Disney+, Plus sometime in 2022, no confirmed dates yet. And, yeah, all of the casting stuff, none of that's confirmed either. That's all just, like, rumors and shit people are, you know, assuming. So, yeah. Go figure.
0: All right. So, next up in our big round of TV news noosh noosh I like noosh Uh, whatever Uh, filming wrapped on the book of Boba which I would have expected if it comes out in December
1: yeah no that made a lot of sense it was just strange that they weren't there wasn't any like picture or anything that was posted anywhere from like Tamara Morrison's Instagram. I don't know if that's even a thing. Yeah, being like, like last day
0: on the set. Yeah, yeah, like
1: that. And that's a wrap on Book of Boba. Yeah, like there was nothing except yeah. he like suddenly out of the blue appeared in some commercial for a Polynesian spa, and he's like, "I've been away for the last seven months filming the Book of Boba. Do you like my New Zealand accent?" Implying Perfect. essentially that principal photography was wrapped. So I thought that that was, I don't know, kind of unusual. Like again, not surprising, but eh. Although I know that, I guess we found that out from Fennec Shan because like Ming Na Wen posted a while back that she's like, she'd gotten a bunch of rap gifts or something for the crew. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that information came out on June 15th from the Book of Boba Fett fan club, which is a verified account on Twitter? How? Hmm. How? Okay. Is it run by Disney? Hmm. How has Disney not gotten in on that and been like, sorry, that's um that's our, our character and you can't um Disney talks to Kermit the Frog and you can't uh have a at a Twitter account name that
0: I wonder if you have a Twitter account that's a name that someone wants if they pay you to give the handle over. They could. We should make handles for everything right now.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like when you buy a website domains and just sit on them and be like, Yeah, it's my website now, bitch. Like how somebody bought, I think somebody bought, like, a Trump one or something not too long ago, and, like, it was fucking awesome. It rerouted to, like, somewhere awful. One of those old men having sex with each other websites, videos, Yeah, where you, like, click on the link, and then all of a sudden you're redirected to some porny website.
0: Gross. Okay. I'm very excited for the Book of Boba Fett, and or I, like, I'm lukewarm. Like, I don't need it in my life, but... I'll, I'm sure I'll enjoy it once it starts I just I'm not head over heels <laughs> about it.
1: <laughs> no that's okay I'm excited about the idea of a spy thriller in Star Wars I just think that sounds really intriguing just on its True. face regardless of who the characters are so I think that that, that aspect of it will be fun that's all I got though um, sure. yeah sure. yeah
0: alright next up we have a segment on Kenobi Watch <laughs> hello
1: there Hello there. Hi- 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 Hi. Hello
0: there. Did you like my title for this particular I one hundred percent
1: did, and I'm definitely using it when I tweet to promote this episode, without question.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Um the topic of this Kenobi Watch segment is Kenobi in a robe E. Aww.
1: I feel <laughs> like it was a, just a little bit of a missed opportunity to call it Roby one Kenobi or um, Obi one can can nope, just Kenrobi? go with go with the first one. Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. Um yeah, so basically there were I don't even cons- people call these leaks, but I don't consider them leaks.
1: It's just a it's him in a set photo, you know?
0: Yeah, it's Kenobi well, okay. It's Bay walking around outside between the set and a parking lot, <laughs> and they pretty much put a robe on, like when you go to get your hair dyed at the salon. Yes. So he's in a black nylon shitty thing covering himself. And let's start from the bottom up and see where we're surprised and what the leak is, okay?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's play a game. Okay. So starting at his feet, what do you see, Laura. What can you gather about the show from his feet?
1: The boots are interesting. They look a little short. They kind of look like the Ray boots, but like a different color.
0: Yeah, they kind of look like Uggs. So, y'all, major leak here. Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert. He's wearing brown boots. He wears Uggs. And they're a little below mid-calf.
1: Hmm.
0: Hmm. Unusual look. What does that mean? Mid-calf. So he's not committing to the calf and that clearly means there will be no EOP calf like there was in the Kenobi book and the Kenobi mm. show. Mm. Mm-hmm.
1: Fair enough. Okay. okay.
0: All right. Pants. We
1: got to move up. Are these purple? Are you seeing purple? I'm
0: seeing a weird dusty taupe.
1: Sure. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. But you're mm-hmm. right. This actually does look exactly like one of those things you get at like the the hairdresser where you get like covered in the <laughs> nylon robe. That's so fucking funny.
0: Yeah, his legs look, well, his one leg that we see through the slit of the nylon robe. (laughs) It's like the $5 costume at Party City for Halloween that's like, I want to be a judge. That's the quality of this robe he's wearing. 100%. Um, Yeah, so he's showing some thigh with pants on. His legs look very slender.
1: Imagine that one year that Angelina Jolie wore the leg dress to the Golden Globes or the Oscars or whatever the fuck. So what what Ewan is wearing is very akin to that, except not at all. Um, But the leg is the same sort of cut.
0: It's hot. It's pretty hot. Literally, it's probably really hot, though, to wear that black nylon shit. Yeah
1: looks awful no, that doesn't breathe no that looks disgusting. all right
0: so zooming up mm-hmm. we see his waist armal lower armal region
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: underneath the robe he has a white sleeve that goes just past his wrist
1: now it looks like i almost wondered if this was like part of the costume is this like wrappings like the characters on tatooine had i think so yeah I would think so, too. Now, what do we see in his hand? I see what looks like a book. This could be a script, though it's probably not.
0: No, I think it's a real book. I wonder what he reads. Hmm. Chicken Soup for the Man's Soul. Mm-hmm.
1: Chicken Soup for the former Star Wars actor, then current Star Wars actor. Soul. Soul. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We're so clever. We really are. On top of that, I think, is a phone, and on top of that, I think, is a wallet, because Jedi don't have pockets.
1: No, they don't. But you know, that's funny, because, like, the thing on top of it that I can't tell is a phone or a wallet kind of looks like it might be, like, an old-school, like, iPod, like, from, Uh like, 2005, if you will.
0: Okay, because I think the phone is right on top of... The book, mm-hmm. and then on top of that might be a wallet or something. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, I'm zooming yeah.
1: in on another imperial. How do I keep? Oh, getting
0: oh, oh no! I see what it is. What? There's another picture. It's glasses case. It's oh. an eyeglass case. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, he's so old. He's got to wear glasses like a nerd.
0: We both wear glasses. We both like wear nerds. glasses. Yeah,
1: no, we do. <laughs> we do. My my eyesight used to be fine, now it's not. So you got me.
0: <sighs> so then we scroll up and we see his neck area ish, and there's a tad bit of white, which matches the arm. So he must be wearing a white top. I'm surprised
1: you didn't refer to it as his neckle region.
0: His neckle region. <laughs> Nickel. Uh,
1: sounds
0: like sick. there's a 90 day fiance girl named Nicole. And she's the worst. And on the Reddit, everyone calls her nickel. Like a five cent coin, you know? Yeah. I don't know what other kind of nickel there is. I guess the metal. Uh, He's got the hair we would expect him to have and a gray face mask.
1: Yes. Now, would we not? Oh, no. I forgot. I keep forgetting the timeline for stuff. We're like 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense that he would look exactly how Ewan looks anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It looks like he's sweating, mm-hmm. which is understandable. I'd be sweating, too. Even after 10 so. years
1: in the desert, I'd be like, God damn, that sucks. I'm still fucking sweating. hmm hmm I see this other yep. picture where he has, like, his hand over his chest, and I feel like he has, like... I feel like he does – you can kind of see the wrist uh, thing again of what he's wearing underneath, and I, I do feel like that has to be – that must be part of the costume, that he's, like, wearing yeah. these, like, wrappings. It's just, like, those pants don't look very Star Warsy to me. It's kind of weird.
0: Well, I mean, if he has, like, a tunic – Yeah. You can't really see. I mean, if you think about it, uh, what's-her-face, Aunt Baru? she wasn't even in a costume. True. In A New Hope, she was just wearing some 70s gear. She
1: had a fucking jean jacket on, you know? Yeah. And everyone was like, yeah, Baru, do you. Like, it's cool.
0: Yeah, she's from the future. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I think that's it for Kenobi Watch. Kenobi Watch.
1: These set photos are really fun, though. Like, we can post the link to this fucked up website, which really is, like, kind of, like, weird looking.
0: There's probably a better one uh, that we could probably just find a link to a different one. Just this was a link that Screen Rant sent me to.
1: You know what's weird is that the phone I can see now more clearly in a different picture. I don't think he has a case on it. So he's just, like, living dangerously.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, what that is, is living dangerously. What I like a that. Psycho!
1: That's insane. What a nut! Yeah. Ooh, yeah. this must be another Tatooine resident in this. Oh, interesting. Okay, so there's somebody else, and I don't think this is Ewan. But there's another picture of somebody wearing like the same sort of robe, like black nylon robe thing. And they have the like... white man? No, it's a younger guy. He's got big wavy hair, but he has the same color pants on that Ewan does. And he's got the same brown boots, except he has like, um, like boot socks kind of over them, like gray boot socks. And you can see that he has like a gray tunic underneath the robe. And I wonder if this is like a Kenobi stunt double or something. Because he the, he looks like he's wearing a shitty wig.
0: Oh, could be. Yeah.
1: Either that or he's like, I would think that maybe Kenobi is just dressed. Maybe that's what his costume is going to be.
0: Or he could have made a friend.
1: Maybe that he just dresses like him. He's like really influenced by him. His friend is an influencer. Yeah.
0: Like when you're in seventh grade and you're like, Woo, we're going limited too. let's get the same outfit. But you'll have... The navy and lime green version, and I'll have the orange and hot pink version.
1: Yeah. I definitely had friends and did that.
0: I did that. <laughs> yeah.
1: You you would. You totally would. <laughs> I
0: know. It was cool.
1: I liked this Kenobi watch. This was fun looking through these weird pictures. I know. Weird. Awesome. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, now we're going to go to book news. Mm-hmm. Pivot. Uh, Pivot. Uh, <laughs> there's a High Republic live stream for this part two of phase one of the High Republic on June twenty-eighth.
1: I think this is going to be really fun. This is happening at 6 p.m. Eastern time. It's a virtual Barnes and Noble event. It's going to feature Charles Soule, Justina Ireland, Kevin Scott, Claudia Gray and Daniel Jose Older. And it's free to attend. So I registered on Eventbrite and I, it like lets you submit a question if you want to. So I submitted one that I'm sure that they're not going to answer because I bet they won't be able to. Um, But if they are, hopefully I can actually attend the event. I can see them answer my question. Nice. Y'all. So we'll put the link to the event in our show notes. But yeah, you register on Eventbrite and it's just a uh, it doesn't say how long the event is. But yeah, free ticket to a virtual Barnes and Noble event with uh, those five authors on the panel.
0: Yeah, I'd imagine it'd be about an hour. I, like, I really need to get to The Rising Storm. I haven't done reading in so long, and I kind of miss reading. But, yeah, I'm excited.
1: Yeah, I don't blame you. I miss reading, too. And by that, I mean, of course, um, audiobooks. That's all we got on that. I don't know anything else about this event, but I just think it sounds like fun.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm so excited. The High Republic is so good. It really is. Other news in books, we got the cover for Queen's Hope, third of the Padme Trilogy by E.K. Johnson.
1: You know what's really strange is that I saw this and I was just like, is this, is this very similar to some of the other covers or have we seen this before? I'm like, This didn't surprise me at all. It was just kind of looked like something I'd seen before already.
0: Yeah, she's in that outfit in one of the movies. It's nothing like... Yeah. groundbreaking uh, yeah but we did now. get the cover for it and a little more information about it oh okay and it's set during the clone wars hmm. and sabe takes her place as the senator
1: that's right okay
0: i'm wondering if maybe towards the end it'll flash forward to revenge of the sith and we'll get the mustafar and baby popping out parts yeah um, at the very end through like what's going on in her mind
1: yeah maybe that would be nice
0: because it ends with her hope that starts a new hope
1: yes yes if you will and we got that scene in the that one thing I'm pointing over there because it's over there the Dr. Afra audio drama I have the book over here But I was, uh, wasn't it Dr. Aphra where she goes and she finds the, like, recording of Padme talking to the guy who's, like, the doctor that made her look pregnant even after she died?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, So she, um, has that whole, like, speech or whatever that she gives him in that Dr. Aphra thing. And I wonder Uh if maybe they'll do any of that or reference that or anything in this. Not sure.
0: Oh, that'd be interesting. I'd love to see that.
1: Yeah. And I just want to... I really, really, really want to know what Sabe's opinion is on Anakin. Like, I just really want Sabe to be around or to be in contact with Padme or something at some point during the relationship. Because I feel like... I feel like Sabe would fucking hate the shit out of Anakin. And she'd be like, you need to get the fuck away from this dude. He is fucked. And... She just would never do it. But I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I i just am excited to see how this plays out and if they ever actually meet face to face.
0: Yeah, I'm really curious to see how Sabe makes it back to Coruscant. Because when we left off, well, I don't remember where she was when we ended up at the first one. But um, because Dorme was there. Mm-hmm. And Sabe went on a mission to tattooing and stuff. So. Hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think everyone loves Sabe. Sabe's awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Is there a is there an excerpt in this?
0: No, just some detail around.
1: Okay, what
0: it's about. Yeah.
1: Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, Yeah, I need to go through and actually read this article all the way through.
0: Yeah. So as of now, Queen's Hope comes out in November.
1: Dude, there is an excerpt in this. (laughs) Oh, there is? Yeah, there's an excerpt in this article. I want, ooh, I want to, I got to read this. I was like, this article is okay. really long. Why is it so long? Oh, it's because it's an excerpt. Yay! Whoops, up. No, that's okay. okay. Yeah, we'll post the link to that cool. too after we've read it because obviously <laughs> we can't talk about it because we didn't read it. So,
0: uh-huh. uh, yeah. And then I found a great shit post.
1: Fuck yeah! Thank you, InsideTheMagic. Doc- whatever the fuck. Net- yeah, this is stupid. This is stupid as fuck. <laughs> 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 um.
0: A Star Wars character could replace Disney's Jack Sparrow. Oh, God.
1: Insert eye roll here. Alice is doing a facepalm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hondo Anaka could replace Jack Sparrow in the Pirates of the Caribbean what? franchise.
1: What? What? This is so stupid. I need to click on this girl's name who wrote this and see if what this person looks like because I'm just like this is the dumbest thing ever yeah yeah, the whole thing is basically talking about how Johnny Depp had to drop out of the Harry Potter spinoff films and he had to drop out of Pirates of the Caribbean because of all these fucking like things alleged against him and uh yeah now they're talking about how they're gonna like may have to like remove him from some of the rides stuff I guess at Disney World Disneyland and they're talking about replacing it with Hondo and Naka instead, which is so fucking stupid. And I think this person is just like, this is just an idea. Like, what if they did this? Even though it's obviously two different universes, and I I don't think that they're like, yeah, Disney's actually talking about this. They're just like, but what if they did that, huh? It, but either way, it's still pretty dumb.
0: What do you think on a Venn diagram of people who? are into, well, not into, uh, people who want more Pirates of the Caribbean, and then people who want more Star Wars, and then there's a little part in the middle of people want both of them mixed up in a blender.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's gotta be, the overlap five. has got to be so small. Like, in the world?
0: Yeah. Yeah, five? like,
1: five in the world, I think, is probably right. Okay. Like, people who've been like, holy shit, what if they do this?
0: Yeah. Okay. No, thanks. That's about right. Yeah. Any hootie? Hootie. Shall we take a drink break?
1: Well, that's all we got in news, so we could take a drink break.
0: Let's do it. Okay. And we are back. We're back. Uh
1: we're back
0: recap on tap
1: let's recap the bad All
0: alright so per usual we'll go one episode give our little dinky summaries Mm -hmm. favorite bits and then on the most recent we'll talk a little more about it
1: dinky summaries so we have to take you back to yesteryear dear listeners to episode six decommissioned For our quick little one-liners, please start, Alice. What have you?
0: Our heroes go hunting for robots to decapitate, then run into two sisters with cool hairdos to whom they donate their prey. Oh, fuck. It's a ghost.
1: (laughs) I like it. That's a good one. Thank you. Um, Okay. Mine is Omega skips arm day and the Martez sisters are back, but now they're Lady Robin Hood and they're here to steal from the Empire and give to the Rebellion, but not if the Bad Batch has anything to say about it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh nice i like that sass at the end
1: thanks yeah that was a uh, that's what i got so yeah this was the moment where the martez sisters came back which was cool and mm-hmm. they had to go steal a tactical droid head from Corellia. and so uh, the bad batch and the martez sisters break in they're both after the same thing and at the very beginning omega's trying to hit a fire uh, hit a target with her new Laser bow, and arrow. Yeah, laser bow and arrow and uh, Sid is just like look at your scrawny noodle arms you can't hit shit and it was awesome I was like oh that's funny she skipped arm day.
0: yeah it was a cute episode I liked it I liked seeing the old droids I love tactical droids and it was cool to see the Martez sisters in a different light and who was the ghost at the end or not a ghost the hologram
1: yes yeah I mean Mail
0: Organa tends to be the popular vote
1: He does, but I kind of thought that because of what happened in the next episode that it was Rex. Mm. Oh, yeah, because I think he says one of the Martez sisters told him that they were on Ord Mantell.
0: Oh, I missed that. Yeah, it was just a quick
1: little line. What was your favorite part of this Martez sister episode?
0: I just liked seeing, I don't think I had necessarily a favorite part. I just liked that it was busy and fun and lots going on. And I just love seeing all the prequel droids.
1: Yes, and hear them. I think we did hear a little bit of B1 talk in that episode, too. Um, yeah. I had, roger, roger. Roger, roger. Uh, they're like, wait, we're firing against them now? I don't know. It was great. But in uh, in general, I think I was really excited um, about this one part where Rafa is, uh, I think she asks out loud uh, is there an echo in here? And Echo like turns around and introduces himself. And I thought that that was just like really stupid and funny, and oh, I yeah. I really appreciated that little line. So that was uh, that was my favorite part. I think in this episode, it was cool to see the Martes the Martez sisters back though. That was it makes mm-hmm. me happy to know because it sounds like they're like fighting with the rebellion. Like you, ca- they mm-hmm. kind of make you think at the end of the episode that like maybe Rafa is giving them up to an enemy of some sort but it, it turns out i don't think that that's the case i love the idea that they're like fighting that they would have taken that away from their interaction with ahsoka and like gone to join the rebels
0: i know i was excited to see how quickly the martez sisters like joined in after meeting ahsoka yes because this is all happening right after the fall of the republic and like they just met Ahsoka. Yeah, like, a month ago.
1: Yeah, I like you it know. a lot. It's just cute, and I'm glad yeah. that they brought them back just to do anything at all. Because I feel like there was some hate after season seven of the Clone Wars after their arc, where they like it wasn't my favorite arc of the Clone Wars season seven, but I didn't hate it. So I I didn't think yeah. that they were like useless characters. I hope they actually stick around and come back.
0: Yeah, I'd be fine seeing them again. Sure. All right. Shall we get to Episode 7, entitled Battle Scars?
1: Yeah, this one was interesting. I like that title, by the way, too. That was a good title for this one. Yeah, Yeah. it really was. Okay, so my quick silly synopsis for Episode 7, I have Captain Rex returns just in time for record to finally go postal, and oops, now it's a horror movie, or it would be if any part of this chase scene was well lit enough to be seen. It was too dark for me again, which is just, I'm like, this, I I feel like an old man being like, get off my lawn now, where I'm just like, I can't see.
0: My, uh, mine aren't as detailed as yours. That was excellent. Mm -hmm. Mine is, upon a short lived family reunion, there are sad times ahead. (laughs) (laughs) But popcorn helps.
1: Oh, I love that. I have a thing about popcorn in mind too, below. (laughs)
0: uh i loved it i was glad to see rex again i was scared about wrecker but happy they fixed him and yeah really cool you know they got their head band they
1: did i would have been really sort of not surprised if they had just like had this go super tragically and killed wrecker off um but i'm really glad that they didn't do that because that would have been really fucking traumatizing yeah yeah But I I love the Mantel mix reference. The popcorn is, like, number one, it's such a fucking silly situation that Wrecker and Omega have a tradition, once they finish a mission, of just going and buying popcorn that, like, isn't even, like, it's not even on their bill or on their dime. It's, like, on Sid's dime. It's so stupid. But I feel like the Mantel mix is the equivalent of the Chicago mix popcorn that you can get at Garrett's, where it's Mm -hmm. half caramel corn, half cheese corn. It's the fucking tits. I love that shit. It's, like crack in a barrel but it a uh it, it's just amazing so i i thought that that was really fun did you notice there was a couple things about like musical little things that i really enjoyed about this episode did you have any other favorite parts
0: uh no i mean i just i enjoyed it and it was fun and interesting and music i don't and- I don't pick up on music stuff, but I wish I did. So tell me about it. Well, there was just
1: one little part at the very end um, where there's sort of, I think it's like Omega is kind of waiting for Wrecker to wake up and then she's like talking to him a little bit later, like after he does wake up and there's just like this really kind of cute... Um, like light music that's playing that sounds a lot like some of the stuff that we heard in like Star Wars Rebels season four. Like I'm kind of, it just which I think again was making me think like oh shit, this is gonna like end tragically somehow because I'm just like let's mm-hmm. don't make it sound sad, but it kind of sounded sad. Um, so yeah, yeah. That, that that was just something that I noticed right towards the end. If you go back and rewatch the episode and you kind of see those parts, like pay attention to the music because it's just really cute. Um. I loved the meeting between Rex and Omega. I thought that was, like, a really cute scene. It seemed like there was, like, something, it was just, like, there was something really sweet about it. And and it's almost as if there was, like, some sort of, like, weird connection or something there. I I don't know what it was. I can't explain it. But it was just really cute. So I'm hoping that we see more of Rex. And I didn't.
0: I don't think we will. Yeah,
1: I kind of wouldn't be surprised if we didn't, but I hope we do. And I kind of didn't realize that, like, how much I kind of missed that character until we got to see him again in this context. So that was fun.
0: Yeah. 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 Same. All right. Nice job. Thanks. On to yesterday's episode, episode eight, entitled Reunion. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, this episode aired June 18th, which, yes, is yesterday when we are recording. And at this point, we are halfway through the season. We hit the halfway mark. The batch, minus Crosshair, don't have their inhibitor chips anymore, so that's good news. We made it to this point. We have survived. We have accomplished some things in this show. Still not totally sure where the show is going to end. Mm-hmm. I can't decide if if Crosshair is just a goner or if he's going to eventually join back up with them somehow.
0: I still, I'm still in the camp of he's going to sacrifice himself. Like he's going to have some last minute revelation mm. and sacrifice himself to save the others.
1: Got it. Yeah. And see, I don't have a problem with that except just one small thing in that I would just love to see... 'Cause we kind of finally got it in this episode between Tech and Omega. We haven't seen a ton of one in one one on one tech and omega interaction, and we did get a little mm. bit of that in this episode. I would really love to see like a sweet sort of crosshair Omega interaction. And if he's gonna be like sacrificing himself at the last minute, I wouldn't get that, which would make me sad. But I'm also down I, I think that ending makes sense too. I really do.
0: Yeah. And I mean she tried in this episode, so she'll probably try again. But um, yeah, so I guess let's start. The crew is still on the junk planet Braca, where they had their chips removed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they see the scavenger people who have masks that are Kylo Ren-esque.
1: Yes, they do. I thought they were little knights of Rennie too.
0: And they have to catch some. They stun them. That's all well and good. They are just kind of hanging out and they're like, oh, we can bring homegirl, you know, weapons and stuff because it hasn't been scavenged, the ship, all the way. Yep. Um. So they're just, you know, tinkering around and they're like, woo, let's turn the power on, blah, which is a debatable idea. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Wrecker's excited about torpedoes and... Grenades and shit. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Proton torpedoes. Mm -hmm. Very exciting.
0: Yep. Yep. He just picks it up like it's nothing. Yeah. And yeah, we have our cute scene with Tech and Omega, and he's trying to pull all the data records out of the old Republic cruiser.
1: Because it's got good intel.
0: Yo, intel. uh. Yeah. Do you think there's subliminal messaging in that intel, you know? What do you mean? Like... Like, for the clones, where it's saying, you know, get to the chopper. And really, the subliminal messaging is like...
1: Execute Order 66.
0: Yeah, or like, you love Palpatine. He's the coolest.
1: Whoa, that's a good
0: question. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then the the Bad
1: Batch will listen to it on their iPods, and they'll be like, oh my god, I'm corrupted now. Ah."
0: Yeah, I watched Jose and the Pussycats recently, and that's what happens in that movie. So obviously, that's what's going to happen in the Bad Batch oh
1: my crossovers. God, good Lord. Okay, so I wanted to touch on the fact that they start this episode on Camino because we almost always open the show on the Bad Batch ship, the Marauder. But they actually mm-hmm. open this on the Camino, and they're talking about how uh, Clone Force 99 are on Braca, and Lama Sue wants them back alive, but Rampart tells Crosshair to like, just terminate them if he finds them. Which is, like, mm-hmm. so disrespectful. But, yeah. When we open on Braca, Wrecker's, like, showing Omega how to disarm the thermal explosive. And it's so fucking funny. It's, like, straight up, like, your, like, uncle messing with you when you're a little kid. It, like, energy. It's It was just adorable. I thought it was so funny when yeah. he was just like, don't worry. I failed at disarming my, fir- or my disarming test, too. And it was just, it was cute.
0: Yeah. Or it's, like... You know, like, oh, want to learn how to swim? And you're like, yeah. And they just pick you up. and Throw, throw you in.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so uh, great. Um, also, yeah. the fact that they use the word scrappers to describe the, like, scrapper guild in this mm-hmm. in this episode, it made me think of Thor Ragnarok because that's what, like, Tessa Thompson's character is at the beginning. She's a scrapper. Uh, and I yeah. they, like, use that actual terminology, which I'm just like, wait a minute. What if there's like a Star Wars MCU crossover on that Jeff Goldblum planet from Thor Ragnarok, and there are scrappers flying from place to place, and we're like, "Hey, you look like the Knights of Ren, kind of," and they're like, "Thanks, we scrapped these helmets." And it was that's I don't know what that.
0: We want to fight the Hulk. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're here to
1: take on the champion. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that, so that was that was kind of interesting. There's one little part where right before I think they they end up like um. Clashing with the scrappers on Braca where Echo Tells Wrecker a Stay Casual, <laughs> which I just thought was like mm-hmm. a cute little callback to Han Solo. And apparently there's a Dianoga um swimming around in the cruiser. Don't know how, um, but that's fine. But they they interact with it just a little bit, um, and they decide to like take their this opportunity to Try and clear their debt with Swit, but with Sid, and by debt we mean all of like Wrecker and Omega's popcorn, popcorn. debt. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it builds up. And Echo has like this sort of—he seems to have this sort of like fundamental difference in philosophy when it comes to like everything that the Bad Batch is doing right now. Because I feel like he's brought it up before, where he's just like. We're not, we're soldiers. We're not this. We're not babysitters. We're soldiers. We're not whatever. And this time it was, we're soldiers. We're not armed smugglers. Like he seems to, this continuously seems to be a thing with Echo where he's just like in disagreement about the things that they're just having to do to survive. And I feel like it's going to come to a head at some point between like Hunter and Echo, but I don't know what that's going to look like. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, and there's a good um, later in the episode. I, don't, I think they're having a conversation with Crosshair, someone's just like, "Oh, are you even soldiers anymore?" And that was like a light bulb moment where they were like, "Oh, are we?" <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah.
1: So no, I think I think it was Crosshair. I think you're right.
0: Yeah. So basically, the Empire finds out where they are, and they're like, "We're gonna get them." Yeah. and they get duped the bad batch looks like they're gonna escape and they don't that looks like they're gonna escape again and they don't mm-hmm. and we get some good crosshair conversations yeah there's some cool stuff with turning on the engines again yeah that the part cruiser. was fucking
1: cool that was like really neat to see <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like trying. They're
1: trying to escape through like one of the engines because they can't escape through the bridge. So they crawl out and they're like, "Well, then that's where like they come to head. They butt heads with um, Crosshair and like the other Imperial troops, and they have to like put explosive all along on the inside of the cylinder that they're in, so that they can set them off and it'll break away and they won't get like burned up by the engine. But then when they do that, the engine that like been It burns up like crosshair a little bit. And there's one scene where his helmet flies off like the, the wind or whatever from the engine, like makes his helmet fly off. And you can see his like face getting burned. And it's like kind of graphic, and I was just like, Oh my god, this show, shit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he gets really injured. I wonder if that's gonna make a difference with anything, or like if they're gonna put a different kind of helmet on him that's some recall to something else.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was pretty fucked up looking by the end of the episode. He like had the breathing mask on and everything, and he was just like, Go find those clowns, man.
0: Yeah. And then the team's escaping. Blah blah blah. Echo and Hunter make it to the ship, and then we get a pan up from toes to head.
1: Well, it's it's Hunter and Omega. Yeah,
0: like oh yeah. Echo Wrecker and
1: Tech get back to the Marauder, and Omega and Hunter get separated when the when the engine part that they blew up falls, and so yeah. they decide to head back to the Marauder, but they're taking a different route, and that's when we see none other than. Sir Cad Bane himself.
0: Ugh, I was so excited. I love Cad Bane. But actually, because they panned up from the toes, once it got to the waist and had like the low slung guns, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, is that Cobb Vanth? That was my first reaction.
1: Oh, my reaction. God. Oh, that's really funny. I didn't even think about that. That would have been really yeah, cool to I was see, like, too. Oh,
0: shit. That would have been so cool. But it was Cad Bane, which is also so cool. And... uh and Toto. Yeah.
1: Toto's with him, too. Marr. I love Toto. He's so cute.
0: Yeah. And, uh yeah, so basically he steals Omega, probably to bring her back to the Kaminoans. Mm-hmm. And... Then the crew gets in their ship and goes room vroom and flies away.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This was a really fun episode. And I, I will say that there's one little part where like they kind of set up Cad Bane while like before Omega and Hunter get to whatever room they run into him in, they see like a mm-hmm. bunch of dead troopers around, like laying around. And like the guy, one of the troopers that's with crosshairs trying to wake them up and no, they're not answering. And then we cut to them and the way that the camera spins in the shot in this episode is in that specific part is so cool. And then you see all of the dead troopers in the room. And that's when yeah. Hunter and Omega or Hunter comes in and he's just like, yeah, no, the the I don't know who did this, but like this is this is something new or this is like, I don't know. He said that this isn't the scrappers work. Um, yeah. And then that's when we see Cad Bane, which is fucking awesome. He did sound a little different to me
0: yeah i didn't recognize him right away and i think that's another reason why until they got up to like his you know bluishness yeah yeah (laughs) i I was like oh Cobb vanth what because we don't know much about his background i mean we're assuming well he's definitely the guy from freetown but that would have been post empire so we don't know what he was doing pre-empire i mean pre-empire slash during the empire
1: yeah yeah but even the music during the standoff scene is like all westernish sounding, which is just yeah. fucking weird and dope and cool as hell. Um I and there was one thing I I saw, like I saw that Cobb van Cobb van, Jesus, Cad Bane had a toothpick in his mouth when we first see him in this episode. Maybe he always had that in the Clone Wars, I don't remember um i feel like he he had it a lot yeah but crosshair at one point at the beginning of the episode has a toothpick in his mouth and i wonder if we were supposed to like pick up on that as like foreshadowing or if crosshair always has it i don't know
0: it's i think he does always have it but maybe all gunslingers use toothpicks maybe it keeps them sharp
1: (laughs) wow wow there it is uh, okay, <laughs> there is, um, I will say this, there's one scene of the, where they sort of do like a, l- a brief little interlude to Camino in the middle of the episode where like mm-hmm. Nala Se walks into a room and Lama Su is like, hey, we're out of time, Emperor's got like on a mission to like Bracca and it like poses a threat to our, our whole contingency plan. And I need to, like, get a new surprise character in here to, like, get fans excited. And then Nala says, like, we already did that. Everyone was really stoked when we brought back Fennec Shand. That was awesome. And Lama Sue was like... We just need Omega back here alive. I don't care which Star Wars character does it. Like, let's just get on it. They need another bounty hunter. And the fact that they brought in Cad Bane, of all people, is just, like, so fucking cool. And he is so fucking cool. I wish he sounded more like he did in the Clone Wars, but he just doesn't sound quite the same for some reason. But the fact that he, like, he, like, tells, uh, he tells Hunter to hand her over, like, hand over the girl. And Hunter's like, she's not going anywhere. And Cad Bane is like, that's unfortunate. For you, which is almost a straight line in line delivery out of The Dark Knight Rises with the character who oh. is actually named Bane. It's like he he has like a very similar line of oh. that would be unfortunate for you. Like, I think he yeah. says painful. That would be very painful. But I was just like, oh, huh. and they're both named Bane. Get it. Uh. But yeah, the duel where they like both have to go to draw their guns is like fucking awesome. And the fact that Cad Bane gets an upper hand on Hunter and then like shoots him in the chest is like fucking crazy. It was like crazy to watch. Like I probably we probably should have known it was coming. You could probably see that coming. But I gotta know in like a duel between Cad Bane and Din Djarin drawing their pistols who wins?
0: Mm. Din Djarin because he can take some hits from his uh Beskar. His
1: armor. Yeah. 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 So even if Cad Bane did get like it did get his gun and fired first, Dinjar mm-hmm. can still take him out. That's a good point.
0: Yeah, yeah. What if Cad Bane on his escape with Omega runs into Hondo who boards his ship and then takes Omega himself? That's one thought.
1: I have a different prediction. Always exciting DC mm-hmm. Hondo. I'm definitely, I'm definitely not opposed to it. Um, yeah. What what I think is going to happen because I'm just like this isn't how this season is going. They're not gonna like the Caminoes are not gonna get her back. I think what happens is Cad Bane somewhere runs into Fennec Shand, and Fennec Shand mm, is like, yeah. "This is my fucking commission, you motherfucker! I'm getting this. Get the hell out of here! I'm taking this kid back to Camino, and I'm getting paid for it, not you."
0: And I bet she kills him.
1: I bet. Well, Actually, that would be really interesting, and it would piss a lot of fans off, which I love. Um, but I like—I would love. To, I also just want to have Fennec Shand again, and I feel like this is a great way to bring her back. And I feel like between the scuffle of Cad Bane and uh, Fennec Shand, that is going to give Omega a chance to slip away somehow mm-hmm. unnoticed, and that's how she's going to escape. Um, because I'm just like, this just is, isn't how it goes down. I just know it isn't. But the fact yeah. that Cad Bane showed up, we know he's on the hunt for Omega. She's probably going to get away. We have eight more episodes left, so we got to extend this plot out somehow. Like, she's going to get away, which means he's going to be on the hunt for them, probably for the rest of the season. So hopefully we see more of him. And Toto, yeah. who I love.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see where this goes. Yeah. Like, Stoked.
1: There, so, is a, yeah. there is one other cool scene in this episode where, like, they have the muffled sound of the other Batch members talking to Hunter as he's, like, coming to at the very end. Mm. And you're seeing the whole point yeah. of view and that whole scene play out through the eyes of his helmet. I just thought that that was a fucking really cool effect. And I hope they do that again, too. I thought that was
0: interesting. Yeah, yeah I love that as well. Yeah. So, yeah, great episode. Yes. I was very pleased
1: um Corey Burton is the one voicing Cad Bane he's done a lot of Clone Wars voicing um forever and then Seth Green of course voices Toto and he was back as Toto 316 this episode which just gave me warm feelings inside yay yay indeed anything else nope that's all I got on Bad Batch fucking 10 out of 10 episode I really enjoyed it concur yes yes
0: can't wait to see what we get next I know me too Okay. Next up is trips. 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 Yeah. <laughs> How many questions should we do? A thousand. No.
1: Um, I can ask you three. Do you want to ask me like five?
0: Uh, I'll do. Let's both do three. And I'm gonna do travel pursuit, but I'm gonna try and find the harder ones. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Cool.
1: Do you need a second? Or are you going to do it on the fly?
0: Uh, I'm going to do it on the fly. Okay. Do you want to ask me first? Sure.
1: All right. In The Empire Strikes Back, which snowspeeder pilot has the call sign Rogue Three? Wedge. That is correct. Yes. Well done. What is the only planet subjected to a rainstorm in the original trilogy?
0: In the original trilogy... Um.
1: Oh, this is a really good question.
0: Let me think. It's not Tatooine. Don't see Alderaan. There's not one on in on Yavin. Then we have Hoth. Dagobah. It's Dagobah. Yes. Good
1: job. Thank you. Yeah. Let's see. I'm going to find one more good one for you. See if I can make it a prequel. Oh, this one's dumb. Uh, Which Jedi is 25 standard years old in The Phantom Menace?
0: Kenobi. Kenobi. All right. Are you ready? Oh, that's the best I've done in a long time. Okay. Well done. Are you ready?
1: I am ready. Let's do it.
0: How many Gungans sit on their ruling council? Five. Yes. What type of starfighters make up the Green Squadron at the Battle of Endor? A-wings? Yes. What color does carbonite turn as it melts? Red. Yes. Yay!
1: Yay! I like those. Good job. Thanks. Yay, trivia! Okay.
0: Yeah. Perfect. Yep next what to expect from our next episode summer hours it'll be out july 13th we'll be doing bad batch 9 10 and 11
1: odds are we'll probably be talking about some books by then which will be nice we'll have our nice fourth of july weekend we get some extra time off work you know
0: maybe we'll get through the rising storm by then maybe
1: that could be fun that'd be a good topic okay yeah. Yeah. Other than that,
0: who knows? Send know. us questions if you want to send us questions.
1: Yeah. Feel free to do so. We can talk about whatever you want. We can talk about and or what? What? <laughs> <laughs> We're so dumb. All right. Toast 2. I've got a handful of things um in toast to this week what do you have do you have anything
0: uh yeah my mom and little brother are coming up at the end of the month so I'll get to see them for the first time in over a year and a half oh my god that'll be
1: cool that's one of mine too except mine's just my brother I'm not I haven't seen my mom I have seen my mom already but I'm gonna get to see my brother for the first time in like a year and a half
0: yeah so that's cool yay and then um I don't know. Lots going on. The puppy is cleared with all her vaccines, so she can go on walks, like real walks outside now, and that's good. And lots of good TV shows have come out, so that, like, Lupin season or part two came out. I watched that. Elite season four came out. I watched that. Nice. That's a an amazing show. It's like Gossip Girl on crack with murder.
1: Oh, nice. Did you ever watch uh, the morning show?
0: No, I don't have Apple TV. Gotcha.
1: They finally had a trailer come out for season two, and Jennifer Anderson posted it on our Instagram this week, and that came out, and it was amazing, so I can't wait. Ooh. I think it comes out, like, in the fall sometime. Huh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, all good stuff, and then I'm um, I'm getting through Doctor Who, which I started watching almost a month ago, and I think I'm at, like, 100 episodes in.
1: But you didn't go back to the very beginning, right? Like the really, 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 really old episodes, like from the no, 70s or whatever? No, I started
0: with the reboot, mm. like the 2005 season.
1: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But
0: that's still a lot of TV, yeah. considering I watched all of that, Lupin, Elite, the new Sailor Moon movies. Um,
1: well, isn't Doctor Who, they're, an, they're hour-long episodes, right? Yeah, yeah that's Like lot.
0: 40 minutes with the, you know, ads, song commercials. Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, like, good things. It's too hot outside for me to want to be outside, but it's beautiful and, you know, just kicking back, taking it easy. Fuck yeah. Hanging out with my dogs. We
1: have been blessed with a few, like, 70, 75-degree days every now and then. Man, those are nice. Mm
0: -hmm. God.
1: Fucking just so amazing. I wish it was like that all the time. But, uh, so, yeah, so my toast is I'm going to see my brother Mick. He's finally coming in. Uh, he has to fly through O'Hare for work, but he it's, like, a layover for him, so he has, like, a whole day to kill. So I'm actually going to get to see him tomorrow, which I'm really excited about. Nice. Yeah, so we're going to hang out. Um, it's supposed to rain here all day, so we'll probably just hang out in our apartment. Um, Rose's 30th birthday was in Willamette, Wine Country, in Oregon uh, at the beginning of June, and we had a fucking blast. We were there for, like, four days, three nights, and it was just an amazing trip. It was so much fun. It was our second post- Pandemic or post-vaccine uh, trip, and it's just, it was great. We flew first class on the way home, which was nice. Um, Yay. But it was just nice to be traveling again and to get rid of some of those flight credits that I built up from all of the canceled trips in 2020. So I'm glad <laughs> totally. to be burning through that a little bit. Um, and then the last thing was that I had mentioned this a while back on our show, the Buy Nothing group that are, the Buy Nothing groups that are on Facebook, Um, Mm -hmm. for local communities to, like, basically do free garage sales from their homes. I told my mom about it, and my mom is getting rid of her apartment in Kansas City, and she's moving down to the house that Mm. she bought in Arkansas. And, uh, while it's being renovated, she's just trying to get rid of all of her shit. So she's got, like, so much stuff in her, her apartment, including, I've got three siblings. She has, like, tubs full of all of our fucking, uh, yearbooks, and she's like, what do you want me to do with these? And we were like, mom, throw, Burn the, throw them the fuck away. And my mom was like, I didn't get rid of my yearbooks. I still have them. Like, I can't, I'm not get, throwing away your yearbooks. If you want to throw them away, I'll bring them to you. And then you can throw them away. But I'm not doing it. And I was like, mom. Some of us didn't love high school, okay? Some of us didn't spend our whole high school careers smoking cigarettes with the nuns at Sweet Mary of Mother of Sorrow fucked whatever Catholic school she went to. Like,
0: Some of us weren't even invited to their 10-year reunion.
1: Oh my god, were you really not?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got forgotten about. Oh
1: my god! So yeah, my mom's been using the Buy Nothing group like fucking crazy. Um, And she's planning to drive up here one of these days and bring us all our yearbooks, but she's just getting rid of all of her shit in this Mm -hmm. group. And she's like so excited about it. And she like posted on Facebook about it. And she's like, make sure to look up your local buy nothing group. I've been using mine and it's the greatest thing ever. I was like, God such a boomer. Um, But it was just, it was really, really, Mm -hmm. it just gave me so much life because I like was the one who introduced her to that. And she texted me and she's just like, I'm obsessed with this. I love it. I'm like using the shit out of it. I'm getting rid of so much stuff. I was like, it's, it's just great. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Is that it? That's it. That's
1: all I got. I had a bunch of uh, toast two things this week. It feels good.
0: Nice. Yeah. We're living that, that vaccinated life and getting back to
1: real life. normalish yeah yeah and it's yeah. been really fucking nice um did you hear that we are 70% of the eligible people to get vaccinated in Illinois are vaccinated
0: yes and they started a lotto yes. so you're automatically entered that's cool yeah my zip code is almost at 70% so nice
1: i haven't looked up my yeah. specific one i was just really excited when they finally said that the state is close cuz i feel like the last time i heard a number it was only like 50 <laughs> So we made yeah. we made some progress. I think it's like fifty six percent of people are fully vaccinated, and then at least seventy percent have gotten at least one shot.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, uh, 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 boom. Yep. So excited! I'm not gonna wear a mask in Walmart. Fuck yeah!
1: Hell yeah!
0: <laughs> woo woo! Or what's like the Michael Jackson sound?
1: <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that was so stupid <laughs> <laughs> we're so dumb yep. I love it yep. <laughs> but you guys aren't so dumb so because you listened and thank you yeah. and if you like what you heard five star review on the apple and spread the news and stuff. We appreciate it.
1: Yeah, on the Apple. We would appreciate it. On uh Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcast, iHeartRadio, all of those places you can subscribe to us. Please, please, please do so because that helps our show get found. And you can find us at Forced Toast Pod on Twitter or Instagram. If you want to email the show and talk to us about whatever news is happening, whatever books you're reading, all of that good stuff, email the show at forcetoastpod at gmail.com. <laughs>
0: It's beautiful. That's my Michael it's Jackson. Beautiful. Noise. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. Today is Saturday, June. What the fuck days is it? Isn't it just... <laughs> Mouth noises.
0: Your face is a mouth noises. Shut up. It is.
1: Oh my, there are so many. Oh my. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. Which one are you looking at? The first one? We are talking about the Bad Batch.
0: Hold on. We have to say we're back first.
1: I just watched a TikTok where somebody is sending Ted Cruz Monopoly money in the mail. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what? So it was earlier than it was supposed to be because all the girls planning it got accidentally pregnant. It sounded pretty good in my head. Yeah.
1: did I? Just wait till you listen back, though, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hate my life. No, yeah. it's great.